Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Straightforward and out with it. Current events, local news, world news, and trends. So come out and join me here Saturday evening at 7 p.m. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Let's get those thank yous out there to all of our workers, our, our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our paramedics, our police, and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And thank you to my listeners and my guests and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. Well, I hope everybody so far is having a good start to your weekend. Here in the city of London, some of the snow has melted away, which is good. I'm not a winter person anyways. So just a bit chilly out there today, but not so bad. So I hope you're getting in your your, uh, Christmas shopping, getting things done. I'm getting things done here around the house. So I hope you had a chance to listen to the morning show. It was a little short today, about a half an hour. Um, I had a lot of work to do today, um, get things done. But uh, here we are, Saturday evening. So as we're waiting patiently around the world for the vaccines to be rolled out, after they go through all their testing and get finalized and get approved. The World Health Organizations warned that vaccines were no magic bullet for the corona crisis. The World Health Organization, hey, how you doing? Thank you for joining me. The WHO had warned about what it said, um, belief that the COVID-19 crisis um, over with jabs on the horizon nearly a year after the start of the pandemic that has killed 1.5 million people worldwide. So 
are you going to be the one to get a vaccine? When it becomes my turn, yeah, I'll, I'll get the vaccine. It's going to be a little bit for Canada before it rolls out here. But I will wait patiently. And I will follow the rules that we have in place by wearing a mask, social distancing, sanitizing my hands, not gathering in large crowds. You know, vaccinations um, will add a major powerful tool to the toolkit that we already have. But by themselves, they will not do the job. The WHO director also cautioned against the growing perception that the, that the uh, pandemic is over with the virus still spreading fast, putting enormous pressure on hospitals and healthcare workers. So as we're waiting for this virus to come out or waiting for your turn to get, or to get this, um, sorry, not the virus, but the, uh, the vaccine, the virus is still gonna spread. And like I said before on my podcast here, just think about the logistics of this. On an epic scale. To get the world vaccinated. You know, this is something that just isn't going to happen overnight. But it is putting pressure on hospitals and healthcare workers. Look what's going on in the United States. Even here in Canada. In the city that I live, here in London, Ontario, Canada, we have a hospital that has had a major outbreak. A hospital of all places. And it had spread throughout the hospital through different, I think it was something like six floors of this hospital with staff and patients becoming infected with COVID-19. And what this has done for the city of London, we've had, we've had you know, COVID cases on a regular basis. But this, this outbreak in the hospital has put us into the, I think it's the yellow protect, go from green to yellow, to orange to red. And this means different mandates are put in place, different things are shut down, less people can gather. And this is why it's so important that we have to be vigilant. We have to be careful what we do every single day. And I just ask people to follow the rules. It's not that hard. And I said on my podcast before, children follow rules better than adults do. And we're supposed to be the adults.
Is it, it's, uh, you know, here, uh, I said Moscow. See, that's the East color there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. I picked that up. Talking about all the renovations we're doing. So that'll be on my podcast. That's hilarious. So in Moscow, they said they had opened 70 coronavirus vaccine centers in the Russian capital that would initially offer. Um, um, education and, and social workers. Um, you know, with education on this, on this, on this um, vaccine. The, the World Health Organization's caution came as the United States cloaked another record number of COVID-19 cases for a second day in a row on Friday with the country preparing for what U.S. President-elect Joe Biden has called a dark winter. And the American Centers for Disease Control Prevention recommended universal face masks use indoors and Biden said he would scale down his January inauguration ceremony to mitigate the virus risk. Well, that's a plan. But you know what Joe Biden is asking, and he said this the other night, that he's asking Americans to wear a mask. And not only that, but for his first 100 days, he, he would like all Americans to wear a mask. He's asking you to do that. He's not going to mandate it. He's not going to make it law. He's just asking you to do it. You see him all the time with a mask on, but you don't see diaper Don with a mask on. Because diaper Don doesn't care. All this is on Diaper Don's hand. He downplayed this virus right from the beginning. All his, his, electro, his, his election rallies, no mask, nobody's wearing a mask. He said, that, he said that it would go away by the time the warm weather came along, but well, that came and gone. Virus is still here. Fourteen million people infected. We're pushing two hundred ninety thousand people dead. This is all at the hands of Donald Trump. Diaper Don. And then Britain on Wednesday became the first Western country to approve. Inoculation from Pfizer for general use, piling pressure on other countries to swift to swiftly follow suit. You know, in the world, the world. This is the world's death from this virus. One million 
519,213 people. We have over 65 million cases worldwide. The other day, I think it was, I say, actually, I think it was yesterday that 20, just a little over 2,700 people died in the United States from COVID-19. Friday alone. Belgium, France, and Spain have said uh, jabs will begin in January for the for the most vulnerable people. With the imminent arrival of vaccines that need storage at ultra low temperatures, U.S. companies are preparing for a massive logistical effort to aid their distri uh, distribution. It's going to be huge, ladies and gentlemen. That this distribution is going to be huge. The logistics of this is probably going to is going to be larger than World War II. Firms are, are uh, specializing in insulating containers. Are on a, on a war footing after Pfizer said their vaccines to be stored at minus ninety four degrees Fahrenheit or minus seventy Celsius. Meat processing giant Smithfield said it was ready to put the cold rooms at its arbitors at the disposal of the vaccines rollout operations. And the and the U.S. logistics giant UPS is producing 1,100 pounds of dry ice an hour in its depots and has developed portable freezers capable of storing the vaccines at temperatures down to minus 112 Fahrenheit. That's pretty amazing. Standing in the way of success are growing signs of vaccine um, skepticism with misinformation and mistrust coloring public acceptance of inculation. Well, will you get the flu shot? I get the flu shot every year. So I have no problem taking this vaccine. No problem whatsoever. Matter of fact, I'll be more than happy to be the last human on earth to get the vaccine. I'll hold the door open so everyone before me can get vaccinated. Several high profile figures have pledged to receive the vaccine in public and efforts to build confidence, including Biden, Tendros and former US President Barack Obama, George W. Bush and Bill Clinton. The United States record 225,000 new infections on Friday. The second daily record in a row for the world's worst hit nation. Why is that, ladies and gentlemen? Why is the United States the worst hit nation? Because Diaper Don 
did nothing. And he's still doing nothing. His only biggest concern is boo-hooing over that he lost the election. So Diaper Don is just worrying about himself and nobody else. Oh, and the other day he takes claim on the vaccine. Well, how in the hell can you do that? Because the vaccine is all me. Yeah, I don't think so. I can take credit. How can you take credit for something that you 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 just let get out of control? Can't take credit for shit. Biden said the surging number of cases meant he would scale back his inauguration ceremony set for January. Why don't you just wait? Says we're going to follow the science and the recommendations of the expert. You know, I watched his interview last night with uh, Kamala Harris as well. So, you know, at least you're going to have somebody who's been in politics all their lives. You know, Diaper Don, I mean, he has done nothing. He's never been in politics. He singly handled, sing, single-handedly allowed over 280,000 people die in the United States. By Christmas, it'll be well over 300,000 people. Like I said, over more than 65 million people have contracted COVID-19 globally with the death toll. The disease is topping one and a half million since it's first emerged in the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year. The British medical chief said that the arrival of the vaccine should, should see deaths reduce significantly by early next year but warm social mixing over Christmas could cause another spike before then. And this is what governments are asking us to do. Don't have large gatherings. Yes, we like to be with family and friends at Christmas time or Thanksgiving or birthdays or any kind of celebration. We can gather with the family members in the household for Christmas. There'll be other Christmases. There'll be other Thanksgivings. There'll be other anniversaries. There'll be other weddings. You don't want to keep going to funerals. Because the longer we just keep doing what we want, more funerals are going to be there. By spring, the effects of vaccination will begin to be felt in reducing COVID admissions, attendance, and deaths significantly, but there are many weeks before we get to that stage. Italy is seeing a dramatic resurge of the infections after it largely uh, 
tamp down on an earlier outbreak by enforcing a strict lockdown. While Latin America and the Caribbean re, uh, region has seen an 18% spike in cases in a week. The United States is seeing that in some states on a daily basis, well, 40%. Other countries are also unveiling holiday restrictions with Switzerland ban banning Christmas caroling in the streets and Madrid canceling most New Year Eve events in the city center. Well, here right where I live in London, Ontario, Canada, there's going to be no New Year's celebrations. It's not going to be, be, be a big place where we can go party. And again, when it comes to New Year's Eve, you keep it to your own household. There will be another New Year's Eve. You know, but some people out there just don't get it. Or they do get it and they just don't care. Whatever the case may be. We have a, a pastor in Elmer. It's only, oh, I don't know, half hour from, from the city where I live in. And he's being, he's being charged uh, for being an organizer of anti-mask rallies. His son is being charged for being an organizer for an anti-mask rallies. We have in Toronto, Ontario, uh, a small restaurant order has been ordered by the courts, ordered by the courts to follow the mandated rules of the lockdown in the city of Toronto because he went against that and he got himself arrested and he's facing all kinds of different criminal charges. You know, like I said, time and time again, we really need to take this serious. Thank you for joining me here on the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug Plumman in Ontario, Canada. We're just out here talking a little bit about uh, the uh, vaccine. You know, as, uh, as it gets rolled out and people start uh, uh, getting vaccinated, you know, this is going to take a long time. You know, Canada, where I'm from, is probably not going to see it like till uh, February or March. And then we'll only have half the population vaccinated by next September. You know, imagine how long it's going to take the United States to vaccinate everyone in the United States. 340 million people in that country. What about Asia? How long do you think it's going to take to vaccinate everybody in Asia? We're doing the same. We're we're doing the same thing here with our military. 
Our military is in charge of that. It's going to take a long time. You have to, some, so depending on what you're getting, if you're getting the Moderna or the Pfizer, you're going to have one dose or two doses. So if you get the first 50, 50 million and you're using the one that needs two shots, that's only 25 million people. That's only 25 million. They have to get two shots. It's going to take a long time. But in the meantime, we got to be patient. We got to follow the rules. You know, enough with the BS. Oh, this is against my this is against my freedoms and rights. You know, go I have to follow these mandated rules. You know, people out there, the anti-maskers, the people that think this is a hoax, it's all about them. They don't give a shit about anybody else. You know, they're like Diaper Don. He doesn't give a shit about anybody else, about him, except for himself. So here's a, uh, uh, what do you got? I got to find it here. Just take me a second. This was actually kind of comical. I thought it was anyway. Here we go. Oh, here we go. You know, this is, this is like, you know, you're, you're not supposed to gather in large groups, right? Not supposed to be doing that. 41 swingers test positive for, for COVID-19 after New Orleans sex convention. During a pandemic, These swingers, oh, got to have it, got to have this convention, we got to have this sex convention. COVID or not, 41 of them test positive. I wonder what else they test positive for. Other sexual diseases maybe they got. Approximately 300 swingers gathered in New Orleans last month to spread love in the time of coronavirus. Is this really the time to spread love during during a pandemic? They ended up spreading COVID-19 instead as their sex convention turned into a super spreader event <laughs> that has seeded dozens of new cases of the virus. I shouldn't even be able to have it, but a super spreader of what other virus? <laughs> oh, my God. At least 41 people who attended the Naughty, it's called the Naughty, the Naughty in, uh, in Orleans Convention in Louisiana, have since tested positive for COVID-19. Whose Naughty event company organized the four-day sex extravaganza. <laughs> now he goes back and he says, if I could, if I could go back in time, I would not produce this event. 
he wrote in a blog posted on November the 27th, he added that the most of the cases were mild, but a few were severe. So what were you thinking in the first place? You know, he says it weighs on me and I will continue to, and it will continue to weigh on me until everyone is 100% better. Unbelievable. The annual convention typically draws around 2,000 attendees in the summertime. 90 events part this year's convention down to about 300 and held it on November 11th to the 15th at some hotel where coronavirus safety measures were added to the festivity. Well, what other safety measures were added to, to, to potential um, contracting other viruses? <laughs> oh, God. No glove, no love, I guess. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> it's unclear how many staff at the hotel might have come down with the virus, and the hotel manager has not responded um, to requests for comment. So, well, I know that some of the staff joined in this extravaganza, sex extravaganza, too. I don't know. Hannaford said he tried to impose a wide range of safety measures at the gathering. And he was initially confident that things had gone well. He told everyone to get tested beforehand and discourage people from attending if they had underlying health risks. Canceled the dance floor, handed out uh, contact diaries and urged people to wear masks when they weren't eating. He also imposed a wristband system to identify people who had the virus and others who had recently tested positive. What the hell? <laughs> Unbelievable. We tried our best to create a bubble, but it was very difficult, Hanford told the, the local station. I mean, <laughs> this is just unbelievable. You know, I, I can't just even just wrap my head about what, around it, why I would even go ahead with this event in the first place. The virus still managed to spread in the midst of all that sexual intimacy and social distancing. Well, I don't think there'd be any social distancing in a sex fest. <laughs> Welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug. The Swinger Convention started on the same day that the New Orleans loosens its rules around public gatherings. The city began allowing a maximum of 100 people to gather indoors with masks and social distancing in effect. It also requires special events and gatherings to obtain permits. Well, at a, at a sex extravaganza, 
like I said, there's always going to be no social distancing. People were swapping saliva and other stuff, and 41 people got infected. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable, people. You know, when I read the news, I thought, man, you know, I thought, I thought I've seen it, but you know what? This is, this is just absolutely ridiculous. That is just so different. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Too funny. I don't know what this is. I, I got, I got to click on this and, and, and see what this is. This is, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't even want to. <laughs> this is, this is unbelievable. This is from the doctor, the, the, the health doctor in, in British Columbia, Canada, Dr. Bonnie. Um, she sometimes, I don't know, she, She's out there talking about, you know, um, safer sex, you know, and um, I don't know. She she says she says try glory holes for safer sex during coronavirus. BC doctor says, <laughs> unbelievable. You know, here we have the big sex fest down there in New Orleans. And this doctor here just says, you know, stick to the glory holes. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. You know, that she says, use barriers while having sex. You know, like walls, you know, and prevent close face-to-face -face contact, you know, when you're having, when you're having sex. Well, that didn't happen at that convention there in New Orleans. You know, they obviously, you know, having face-to-face -face contact and other contact and, well, you know what happened there, right? 41 people got infected. <laughs> Unbelievable, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. What do you do? What do you do? What do you say? Unbelievable. Well, there you have it, people. If you're gonna have sex, use a barrier. Right? Put something between the two of you and have sex. That's what you gotta do, you know, because you don't want to catch any other diseases. You don't want to get COVID. I guess that's another way of, of, of for uh, safe sex. Just put a barrier between you and your partner. You know, what else did they come up with with some of this stuff here? Oh my God. Unbelievable, what's this one?
No, that's that one. Oh, that's the same one. And it didn't carry on with that one there. But oh my God, people. Unbelievable. So, what is happening out there around this crazy world of ours? We got sex conventions going on. Doctor out in BC is telling you use glory holes instead and put barriers between you to, between you and your partner. You know we got to wear masks. You know, got to sanitize our hands all the time. Social distance. You know. Maybe we have to use or, or wear a full body condom. You know, that's practicing safe sex. But she doesn't mention that in her comments. You know, maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe that's just another added protection. You know, a barrier between you and your partner. Somebody just wears a full body condom. If you don't have to worry about it, right? They're all rubber or some sort of, of, of material, right? You know? That's just too funny. That's just too funny. Only, only in Canada, eh? <laughs> oh, my God. And she and she and she laughs. This doctor wrote in, in, in British Columbia. She laughs when she says that. Oh, funny stuff, man. Oh my God, what are people even thinking? You know. Well, like this guy said, you know, he wish he could just go back and not have done this, and and you know everything like that. But that's all too late, right? All said and done, you know, they're spreading viruses around in, in this, in this, uh, in this sex uh, melee, you know, unbelievable. Wow. I think I'll have to think about that. I have to think about barriers, I guess, you know. You know, maybe they should just mandate that in part of the rules that we have to follow. You know, just put it in the rest of the man mandates they're asking us to do every single day. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's crazy stuff. What else is happening on in this crazy world here? Sometimes that was, sometimes I just like, uh, you know, What's happening, you know? Who's else going to come up with this stuff? What's trending? What's trending today? What's new and what's trending today? Getting a little slow here. What is going on? Oh, yeah, there it is. All right there. There we go. 
happening in here. Wow. You know, that just whole opens up a whole wild web. Holy cow. You know, all the gossip that comes out here and stuff like that. Oh my God. What's happening here? You just get all the stuff that's going on here, like, I don't know, you know, what's going on in, uh, with uh, TikTok and, you know, dentists weighing on TikTok, Taylor Swift surprises fans with, with uh, folklore concert film. You know? Yeah. Ted Cruz criticized for insensitive Thanksgiving posts. Twitter users want to harvest harvest Santa Claus blood after Dr. Fauci said Santa, Santa is immune to COVID-19. Well, that's crazy. Twitter users want to harvest Santa Claus's blood after Dr. Fauci said Santa is immune to COVID-19. Well, at least there's people out there that believe in Santa Claus. So there must be a real Santa Claus. If, if, if Dr. Fauci says that Santa is immune and people want to harvest his blood, there's got to be a Santa Claus. You think? I don't think. I don't think there is. No. Oh, here's what else, else is, is, is trending here. Donald Trump compared to gangster Al Capone for tax crimes. Well, we all know what happened to Al Capone. You know, he got caught on income tax evasion. Then he had to go to jail. You know. And then he got some sexual disease. It messed up his mind because it went all untreated. He went crazy. You know, it eventually did kill him. That's what happened to Capone. That's crazy. Just crazy. What else is trending? What's trending around the world? All this crazy stuff here. What else is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ellen Musk. 
named Space Karen for questioning rapid coronavirus testing. Just, just, you know, people have names now, you know, Space Karen, Diaper Dawn, and so on. There you go. There we go. Twitter liberals flood Trump March hashtags with picture of pancakes. That'd be something like, like IHOP. Could be. It looks like IHOP pancakes. Yeah. Unbelievable. What's going on here? I don't know who this character is. Okay, click on it. Oh, yes, I can. There we go. Yeah, that's nothing. That's not important. No. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show this evening. I was a little funny in the end there. That was good. That was really good. I hope you thought it was good too. Appreciate you coming out here. So let's get those thank yous out there, ladies and gentlemen. Get those thank yous to all of our workers out there. We're out there working for us, making sure we have things that we need. Our essential workers, our frontline workers our doctors and our nurses and our paramedics and our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And I thank you to my guests on my show and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And if you can, you can join me tomorrow evening because I just have a ton of work to do around the house here. I usually have a Sunday morning show, but I'm gonna skip that. And I'm gonna have a Sunday evening show at 7 p.m. I'll have that up there on Podbean, so that you know. And um, see what else is trending out there, see what else is happening around the world. You know, maybe there'll be other sex extravaganzas going on, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I thank you for joining me. I really appreciate that.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, we will rock out the rest of the Trucker Podcast. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a good evening, everybody. Hopefully, you can join me tomorrow night. Thank you, and take care.